You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Gossip Girl After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Gossip Girl After Show. What up, After Buzzers? Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another Gossip Girl After Show. Season 5, Episode 19, It Girl Interrupted. But before we do anything else, I am Roxy Stryer, and I guess we did not scare away Stephanie Wanger, because she's back here in the house tonight. Nope, not scared. Hell yeah. And of course, Jessica King, as always. Uh, And Ronnie in the booth. Thank you, Ronnie. Um, Before I go on, I know there's something you're dying to say about iTunes, so sock it to me. I'm ready to sock it to you. Two things. (laughs) I uh, want to sock to you the information about iTunes. We want you to comment and rate our show. Uh, we work really hard. Our hosts all come in here. They put in their time. They do the research. And we just want you to be a part of our iTunes community. Furthermore, let me tell you how sh- how good these shows are. Roxy, Stephanie, and Jessica sold me so much. I watched Gossip Girl on my own last it's night. It's true. It's true. The only thing <laughs> is I didn't know really what was going on as much. So now I'm, I'm starting to plug in. Me and Jessica watched about the last 20 minutes. You'll so. get there. Yeah. So I now Ronnie's know who Lola is. It. I now get the Lola thing. and then I I'm still don't even get the Lola thing. Well, I'm learning, so teach me. It just <laughs> takes a little bit of background and research. So I was able to explain a little bit of the main storylines to Ronnie, and then it started to come along. To I feel like more. all the shows I cover here are so freaking confusing. Yeah. Either that or something wrong up here. But, you know, it's just these shows that have so much gossip in them, especially the reality shows, which this kind of reminds me of sometimes because there's so much drama always going on. But mm-hmm. it's, they're just confusing. And in Ronnie's defense, I could see how it could be confusing to come into tonight's episode with Diana coming back and not knowing the history of who Diana is and why it's a big deal. And right. All that stuff. And so you're right. It's He's like, what is and, Elizabeth Hurley doing on the show? Yeah, and, I don't know. And I'm sure you're going to get to Nate's thing. And, you know, they were slightly slick and wicked so it was just there was a lot i i, I know that i'm gonna watch in future but i really need these after shows to bring it together so okay well, well that is what we're here for. well here we are did direct tv and cw figure things out by the way i'm did. just Woo. we are back yep mm-hmm. good back back, in, back action. in action okay so the first thing i was confused about that i really just wanted to get out of the way and ask you guys about what was the deal with the fashion show we have lola there and serena couldn't wear a dress because it was called the Lola or Serena was kicked off her own turf. I was confused. Did anybody get what happened there? I think it was that Lola like became the it girl because she was photographed 
outside or like with right. the firefighter jacket on or whatever. And so they wanted like Lola to be the star instead of um, Serena. But then the, the dress was actually called the Lola, so Serena couldn't wear it after yeah. it was already on her, so she couldn't be in the fashion show. Right, exactly. Which was weird because she was supposed to model lingerie anyway. Right. So, I so okay, I just needed to get that out of the way because sure I was a little Serena confused. Serena probably took herself out of the fashion show because she wanted so badly for Lola to be the it girl and the star of everything. Right, because so, she wants know. to get out of the limelight because she now is Gossip so Girl. Sure, yeah. Yeah. We'll so talk more about on. Serena. Yeah, yeah Wait, lots going on. Side note, I mean, this has no relevance to the episode, but did anyone else notice Chuck's one-piece workout suit? The red uh, jumpsuit? <laughs> yeah. How could you not? So Just in honor of that, that in there. I'm, I'm wearing I a noticed, romper today. I noticed that, I, and I was like, is that a regular practice about this show? <laughs> like, is that like hot? Like, I, I, I'm not styled very well, and I was like, am I supposed to be rocking that too? Like, <laughs> it's a confusing thing. I thought it would be addressed later on that it was some sort of exactly. dare or something but no and it you just, know what i've actually read articles about what they put ed westbrook in on the show and they talk a lot about how his character because he can pull off so many things he's always the last person that they dress and last minute they just throw things on him and literally i think on a dozen occasions he's worn shorts that serena's worn on the show i'm not <laughs> kidding because he can wear little little things or whatever he's always just like whatever put it on me i'll rock it i'm not embarrassed so i have a feeling that this might have been some sort of ba- behind the scenes work and yeah. magical inside joke. It was so awkward, joke. No, it just went yeah. Like I was waiting for um, Nate to say, like, hey, dude, what are you wearing? Or something. That was the first thing I noticed when that scene started. It was just like I could barely pay attention to what they were actually saying. Yeah, if you missed it, which I don't know how that is possible. I doubt you missed it. But if you did, <laughs> go back and watch it and give us your input. You can tweet at us during the show or later on, where can we find you girls in case people want to tweet at us right now so we can respond? How can I reach you? At I am Jessica King. At Stephanie Winger. At Roxy Stryer. So tweet at us if you were feeling this little red romper ensemble. Anyway, though, let's talk a little bit more about Lola and this Nate situation. I see that this season, a major theme is leaving the audience in the dark. They are doing these schemes behind the scenes, and we don't know what's going on. We think we know what's going on, and then all of a sudden, it gets flipped on its head, and we're like, wait, I I just was totally left in the dark. So what I'm talking about in this episode, let me clarify, is the fact that we think Lola and Serena are working together, and Serena thinks she's helping Lola, but really, Lola's working with Nate to bring down Diana. Mm -hmm. So what do we think about this? How do we feel about being in the position that Serena's in, and being completely blindsided. Well, I guess first off to address your confusion, because I could see how you're confused because I was confused as well. But when I thought back to it, I think, you know, it's a key element is to listen to Gossip Girl's little introduction in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And she had mentioned today, you know, sometimes the turning points in your life can come when you least expect it, kind of saying that sometimes, like, they could backfire you and whatnot, and that's exactly what had happened to Serena. But I also thought it was a little hypocritical for Serena to get so upset about it because she was using Lola as well. And so, I don't know, it just kind of went back full circle. I think part of the reason I'm so confused is because Like you're saying, I always used to listen to those intros and those outros so intensely, but it's confusing that Gossip Girl isn't Gossip Girl. That's what I was just And and that it's Serena is playing Mm -hmm. Gossip Girl, but the voiceovers aren't Serena. It's the actual Gossip Girl. 
who left her post and we haven't heard from. I mean, is this confusing to anybody else? That's what I was feeling like, too, is I was kind of used to having that gossip girl and she's kind of the narrator and she's the outside, like, window into this world, essentially. And then now that you have Serena, she's in that world, so... It's very kind of all up in the air and confusing, but I kind of like it. It twists the, sh- it like turns the show on its head. Serena's deceiving everyone now. So, yeah, how much all- weight can we give Gossip Girl Kristen Bell versus Gossip Girl Serena? Like, who do we trust? It's a tough I think call. it's um, it's weird. Like, I think they just don't want to change the voice because we're all. It's become such a trademark. Like, if it became, it started being Georgina and then Serena, yeah, we'd be, be so like, what weird. the hell is going on here? But I think essentially it's it's coming from Serena because Gossip Girl's repeating everything that we see Serena start to write. Like when she wrote about Lola, um, I mean, I'm sorry, when she wrote about Diana and Nate going together and then Gossip Girl kind of finished the read. Right. So I, I don't know. I don't know. It Why? doesn't bother you? Not really. Not really. Okay. Wait, just just interrupting here. So people know we are looking at Twitter, and I hope Susie calls in later, but she just tweeted us, Chuck's workout gear was so dot, 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 Chuck, to say the least. <laughs> Very valid. Um, I mean, if anybody can pull it off, it was him. So, yes. But yeah, sticking back to this Gossip Girl thing, it's a little confusing, but we're being blindsided. Gossip Girl still knows all. Uh, it's kind of a mess of a situation, but we get down to the bottom finally, and we see that Nate and Lola have been working against Elizabeth Hurley, and Elizabeth Hurley actually hooks, or Diana, excuse me, hooks up with Aiden, who is Lola's, Lola's friend, friend from home, home <laughs> who is here to audition at Juilliard. But he's 16 and going to Juilliard. Strange. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. I'll guess I'll stretch my imagination there and just pretend that's fine. So he's a minor, and how? Who knows why Lola's his friend? They they went to acting camp together or something, and she's brought him in for this reason to hook up with Diana so that they could get Diana for hooking up with an underage. So Wait, he was supposed to be sixteen years old. That's what they said. Yeah, he looked Ronnie, like he was I'm with you. Years old. I don't. I don't know. But then again, these. These people are supposed to be 21, and we know the actors are 26, <laughs> um, 27, so yeah, I, I don't really know. We'll, we'll just believe it, okay, Ronnie? Don't even question. <laughs> no, I'm Go agreeing. Go with the story, okay? I, All I'm right. agreeing. I'm like, this guy's hot. He could be 30. Why no. did they even need to mention his age? Because it was like so unbelievable. They should have just gone with the storyline that he was coming to audition at Juilliard and that was that. At least make him 17. <laughs> yeah. I mean, then you could at least be yeah. auditioning at school. Whatever it is. But then, of course, you freaking idiot, Nate. Child pornography? Like, did that go right over your head? Yeah. I was like, you are supposedly the owner of a media source of newspaper like shouldn't you know that 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 do you not understand scandal like what is wrong with you yeah exactly like that is general knowledge plus like you know as a journalist like the number one thing like you can't publish that it doesn't work and when she said that it it obviously was a no-brainer duh like are you kidding me so we do see lola though she's adapting into this world Almost too easily. What do we think? It's so weird for me because she's been so against it all this time. And obviously, you know, in the beginning of this episode, I thought she was wanting to do it because of Nate. But they've been working together this whole time. And then even throughout the episode, we still see that she wants, she's like starting to hunger for this 
fame or status or whatever. And so, I don't know. I find that hard to believe. Like, now she wants to be friends with Serena. Now she wants to be in the spotlight. And there was no transition whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's kind of weird to go from all to nothing. And she keeps talking about how much she doesn't want to be in this world, but... She's on purpose involving herself. Yeah. Absolutely. And then they kind of threw in that thing where she got the phone call from the agent being like, oh, it'll help your acting career. And I was like, that's kind of a a lame thing because she's already been in that world. You can't really justify it being like, oh, it'll help my career. Did it throw anybody else off when tonight she was like, I have two cousins, Serena and Eric. And I was like, oh, my God, I forgot about Eric. Where the hell is Eric? He's on a new show. And that's true in real life. Where, where, where is Eric? Is he? I, I think they had mentioned it in, in the school. Beginning. Yeah, he went away to school or something after like all of the living somewhere with Taylor Momsen. I mean, he, like ran yeah. off with his boyfriend. I don't know. Or Jessica Zor. Like, where did they sail off to? They had made like a kind of like a joint comment about Eric and Jenny, and just never mentioned it again. So I guess we're not supposed to ask questions. Do we miss yeah. them? No. Any of them? Not at all. Vanessa, Jenny. Eric? I liked Vanessa. I know you hated her, but I liked her. I didn't think she added too much to the show. I gotta say, I'm kind of on your... This has got to be throwing Ronnie off more than anything. He's like, who the (laughs) hell are these characters? These were other regulars that were on the show for years, and then all of a sudden, just kind of, Vanessa went abroad to Italy, and and Taylor Momsen started her music career, so uh, the character, and also, I don't think she was getting along very well with everybody else. So... She was written off to, I thought she was living in Brooklyn or Long Island or somewhere, somewhere she's else. She's living with her mom now or something. Okay. Well, thank God there's an after show or I would be completely <laughs> yeah. lost off this Basically, confusing just show. characters were on there from day one and then they just disappeared and there was no explanation as to why they were leaving or right. where they were going. Well, with Vanessa, you it was interesting because there was the love triangle with her and Serena and Dan. And then now you have kind of a better love triangle, but that's just my personal. Yeah, I, I do think that's kind of the way it is, but I mean... There's always going to be a love triangle. Is it yeah. even a love triangle anymore? I guess... Not really right now. Yeah, not... It's kind of a love T. <laughs> like he a love triangle. Chuck's over here and they're in a line over here, so... Yeah. Which makes me so sad still. And I really thought tonight was going to be the episode where, okay, we can't even get there yet. I'm, I'm skipping ahead. Let's talk a little more about uh, Serena and after she feels pissed off that she's been blindsided, what she kind of goes to do. So we see her at the start of the episode. And we know that she is the new Gossip Girl 3.0, that Georgina's given her this post. But now Georgina wants the post back. Mm-hmm. She wants the password to Gossip Girl. Now, logistically, question. We know that Dan knows that Serene, that Georgina was Gossip Girl. I have a question. Sorry to interrupt. Is it Georgina? How can your question interrupt my question? I know. <laughs> is it Georgina that wants it back, or is it the real Gossip Girl? I don't know. I can't tell. I think it's the real Gossip Girl. You think it's Kristen Bell? Yeah. It's, I think. See, I thought it was Georgina. I don't know. See, because Georgina is, like, the one who's scheming against the whole group and, like, just feel like she would want it back, where the Gossip Girl, she, like, gave it up. How would the real Gossip Girl know that Serena was the Gossip Girl 3.0? Because Gossip Girl knows all? Yeah. Valid, valid. Because Georgina (laughs) just gave it up. It was like, that, that didn't even give her any time to miss it, you know? Okay, so 
It is the real guy. That makes more sense then. So the real gossip girl wants the password back, but you would think she would just be able to take it back because she's the real gossip girl. But how would she know it? Because it's been changed. Because Gossip Girl knows all. (laughs) Duh, that's the answer to every question. But regardless, we see Serena says she has something to do before she gives the password back. Mm -hmm. My thought process is that something is changing Lola into being the it girl. Is that correct? No, I I think that she wanted to do something big, but she didn't think about Lola until Blair gave her that advice. Okay. Okay, another question. <laughs> call me, call me. Why does Serena pull the fire alarm to get Lola in that picture? That's what I was thinking because the picture is what started her off as being that it girl. Why couldn't she just take a picture? Because Lola then Lola wouldn't let her. Yeah, and, or, and it would become obvious that if it became, went to Gossip Girl, that either she submitted it to Gossip Girl or she is Gossip Girl. That was the weirdest scene, though. It was like, I thought, I was like, they're stealing the clothes? What are they? Mm-hmm. I thought that Serena was making up that they could take the clothes, and they, she was like, let's go. And I was like, that, that can't be it unless Serena's a klepto again, which I think we actually <laughs> saw that sometime or something. Yeah, it's not surprising if it yeah, happened. <laughs> exactly. And tonight we're hearing about the past. Serena and her little wet white dress and how that was the beginning of her the it girl the it girl is this a new concept this season i mean i feel like i didn't really hear about it girl for well i think there was like the queen bee blair being the queen bee so maybe this is the after you graduate from high school version you become the it girl maybe it was just for the sake of the naming of the episode since it was called it girl interrupted in the song (laughs) you can be my it girl I like that song. Yeah, I do like that song. Oh, um, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'll save you guys and your ears and not talk about it. Okay, does Serena seem a little villainous to anybody else though? She seems a little. She's got. She seems totally. like she's on a power trip. Right. I think she's gonna end up kicking herself in the ass. Like this is all gonna backfire on her. The way we end the episode is her saying, "Bitches, I'm here to stay." Basically, yeah. It's Basically, deciding that she's not gonna give it up. But she spent so many years hating Gossip Girl. I know. What's the deal? I don't think it's possible for her to become Gossip Girl without alienating every single person in her life. No. Because you think they would know? I mean, how are they not going to find out eventually when it's like a lot of it is information that, you know, they've only told her or something like that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I just also feel like that everyone would feel like she was... You know, she's the villain, essentially, because everyone has hated Gossip Girl and they've, you know, publicized what's going on in their private, private lives for so long. And once your best friend is doing that, like Blair, I think of Blair and Nate as being the people who just... They're like, what the hell? Yeah, would just, mm. it's going to be Nate explosive. did fire her from Spectator. But I also feel like Serena's so new to it, and so she's kind of figuring it out as she goes along, whereas Gossip Girl just knows how to do it. And Gossip Girl doesn't care whether people hate her or not, because it's, like you said, like everyone just hates Gossip Girl anyway. So Serena has to figure out how to be Gossip Girl while still figuring out how to be liked by everyone and going on and moving on with her life. Okay. Okay, something I really breezed right over and I want to go back to actually we were talking before about uh, Nate and this Diana situation and I I didn't get your guys input on their relationship so Diana's back and she is a partial owner of the spectator now and she admits at the end of the episode she came back for Nate if you have to choose who you want Nate to end up with 
Are we choosing Diana or are we choosing Lola? I think she's lying. I think she has a plan. And That wasn't the question. <laughs> I, you already know how I feel about Diana, so I'm going to stick with Lola. Okay. Yeah, I got to go Lola. I do I, not like her. Diana. I mean, I just feel like you've already seen the dishonesty of, of um, Diana. And so Lola at least is trying to in theory, to be up front. I mean, we don't know exactly okay. what her deal is yet. But Why do we think Diana's actually back? Um, well, we had mentioned last week that um, for the mom stuff, I think it was you that brought it up that um, Chuck Bass's might be dad. Chuck's mom or something. And I noticed tonight, I mean, this probably just didn't ring a bell for me previously, but this mother that Chuck is looking for, and I don't know. Never mind. You know I what? Know. You know what I was thinking about. So we saw. What is Chuck's cousin's name? Jack. 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 We see Jack at the end of last week. Call who we think is uh, Elizabeth, not Elizabeth Hurley, but Elizabeth, Chuck's mother, quote unquote, and say you need to come back. And then this week we see Diana come into the picture, and before we saw Diana. With a picture, no, no, we saw Chuck's dad with a picture of Diana. Mm-hmm. So I think you're on to something here. I and think she told Nate that she has something else that she needs to focus on. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. And if they are, if that is his mom, it's really weird that we haven't seen much interaction between them, her trying to get to know him, that she, how she donated blood and came back into town and that nobody knew. And also, I mean, obviously, they look nothing alike. Well, I think she's made it clear the past how many seasons are we in, five, that she's no interest in getting to know him. So So why is she back? For the money, for the business, I don't know. So evil. Yes. I think she's got some good. We can't just have another Ivy. Everyone has Ivy in them. Without an Ivy. <laughs> there is uh, so many questions, and I feel like our phone callers are just so good at giving those answers. So uh, let's go to the phones. You 424- have the best segues. <laughs> 256-1729 if you want to get in on the conversation. Hello, AfterBuzz. Hi. 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 Okay, Susie, got your tweet. Uh, need your input on the rest of the show. Right now we're talking about Diana. What do you think? Evil? Good? How, how's this going to end up with her and Nate? Well, yeah, I think I think she is Chuck's mom. Um, so I so that's why I think she, um, Nate should end up with Lola. Um, I, I mean, I, I, don't, I never really liked Nate and Diana together anyway. Me either. Um, how awkward is it then? If it is Chuck's mom, how awkward is it that Chuck's best friend yeah, but, was sleeping with yeah, her? Yeah, but that's just another yeah, exactly. Line. That's another thing. Like it would just be. So awkward. Like they are, they already did have a thing, so it's already awkward. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just one one big like tangled web of incest. So, like it's just ridiculous. They everybody sleeps with everybody. They wouldn't be the only family. Yeah. Do you yeah. like this incest too? Since you love no, just the Dan and Serena one. It's so thing. weird. Ugh. I only need one family incest for a So show. bizarre. I hope your twin isn't listening to this. Because that's gross. Just kidding. Kind of. Okay, so it's a weird situation. We don't really know what's going on with her. Uh, but just switching over to Lola, 
we think she's trustworthy. Now I'm starting to question that. Well, I mean, I think her intentions are still really up in the air. But we haven't blatantly seen her betray Nate in the same way that Diana did. Susie, what do you think? Yeah, that's true. We haven't we haven't seen her do anything bad, but I hate I just hate when she always says, I don't want to be the it girl and blah 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 and she's like living in New York and she's going to Juilliard and dating slash work scheming with Nate. So like I don't I don't get why she keeps saying that. I hate that. I, think- I hate I hate that I hate that. I think Lola keeps digging, like she's very curious, and the more she finds out, the more she wants to be a part of that world. It seems that nobody is able to handle the pressures of this world and not succumb to it, mm-hmm. from from what I've yeah. noticed. I mean... You get murdered if you didn't. Right. Like. And speaking about the other, the other Charlie Rhodes, Ivy, we see her tonight, well, we actually don't see her tonight, but we hear about her tonight that she's been kicked out of her apartment in hopes that she will, her assets will be unfrozen and lily has her own little plan up her sleeve so what's the deal right now lily and rufus's marriage totally on the rocks he just seems to be being a great husband and trying to provide for her Uh, i mean support her not not financially well kind of financially now but support her and her needs and she's just shitting all over him i mean i i get it that in a marriage you shouldn't lie to each other you should be honest and upfront. but it bothers me like lily said how rufus is being so righteous right now because a lily has always been like that and rufus has always known that this isn't the first incident they've had like this and b like under the circumstances of what ivy did how could lily not be pissed off and want to get her stuff back like i don't understand how rufus can't understand why lily would feel the way that she would and why she would be uncomfortable with this thief as lily calls her just like sitting pretty in her home and having the satisfaction of taking that all so you side with lily totally okay see i love them as a couple so i'm gonna have to say that i i kind of want them to stay together and i i don't understand why they have to separate oh i don't want them to separate i just don't want i want rufus to see lily's perspective i do like them as a couple Susie, what do you think who who do you side with yeah yeah this situation is like it i don't know it's it's hard but like just got i agree with you like i do i i want rufus to see where lily's coming from because i would just be beyond pissed at charlie ivy whatever but they shouldn't be fighting over this like about like about like where to live because i think lily should be fine there but but also like lily should want to live in brooklyn but also like that like chuck owns a freaking hotel like can't can't they stay at the empire whatever like the palace or something or and, and I guess just whatever hotel he owns. That uh, is Can't true. they, like, stay there for free or something? And she can live in luxury, whatever? I mean... Right, of course. Know? And I, I do kind of agree with you guys. But on the other hand, I kind of agree with Rufus. I mean, here's the thing. How... I get that it's wrong, but pick your battles. How greedy can you be? Let her have the money. Fine. That sucks, but it's not like you need it. I mean, just get her out of your life. If she's willing to move, if she's willing to take the money and leave, Goodbye. Let her go. Why, why do you still want to fight for this? Because of what yeah. she did. If she was just like a poor little girl that needed the money and, you know, we loved her 
you know, because Lily used to love her, at, like treated her so well as her niece and whatnot. Right, and but it's not hurting Lily to give her the money. It's only hurting her to take it back. So to I, live with that, though, that she was able to be that, you know, scandalous and deceiving. And then in the end, she wins. Like, she got everything. I, I couldn't know. live with that. I know personally I couldn't just because that's just my personality, I guess. Because this has happened to you before? All this the time. exact situation. <laughs> my cousin, who's not my cousin anymore. No, she's kidding. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. I just totally see Lily's perspective. And what you said, Susie, about the apartment thing, I feel like Rufus is trying to prove a point, like he said last week, that all of these years he's lived out of his comfort zone and being in Lily's world, and she could, you know, now do that for him. And so I feel yeah. like maybe yeah. that's why they're still up yeah, the Yeah, she should, but if it's really that big of a deal... To, if it's if it's really that big of a deal to Lily, they I mean, why can't they just go to uh, Trucks Hotel or something? I mean, I'm not. I, I mean, I don't. I think Lily should want to or should uh, stick with the Rufus or whatever and be willing to live in Brooklyn. But if it's such a big deal, then go I, live in the hotel. Or, I, I think that that's my big issue with Lily right now is that seeing her finally that reaction when she was out in Brooklyn and just like that she couldn't stand it and was the most awful thing well that's like part of who her husband is clearly that's what we've seen over the years and to not be able to deal with that side of who he is was was really kind of sad to see I totally agree I'm kind of conflicted on the situation but you know what that means is they're doing a good job because if Mm -hmm. I don't know who to side with it means that neither of them are completely in the right and neither of them are completely in the wrong so for you, Gossip Girl and the writers, I'm kind of killing it. So then, guys, you know what this leaves us with? You know what we can talk about now? Chuck and Blair. Yeah, exactly, Susie. <laughs> you always know where my head is. So we've got the situation at hand with the divorce. Basically, what happens is Blair gets these divorce papers, and she doesn't know what to do. We kind of see her conflicted, and she says she's not quite ready. We don't really know why. Although I knew why I could, yeah. she, we we heard the whole princess spiel a million times and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. But she claims to Dan that it hasn't been given the official stamp, so she doesn't want to be with him. But really, yes, it's about being a princess. But in this time, Chuck comes to see her, and we find out that Chuck actually pay, paid her dowry. So what Georgina had to do with the entire situation, I don't know if Georgina actually helped. If she'll ever be collecting on helping, if she even did. There's a lot of different things that come into play here. What do we think about Chuck and his motives? Let's start with that. Do we think he's doing this to get Blair back by paying the dowry and coming to her about the money? Or is he really trying to be a good friend because he cares about her? I thought it was genuine. I thought he was trying to be a good friend. And I was annoyed that Blair was so rude to him about it. In the beginning, yeah. when she, when he came, I mean, I could see how the two incidences is that a word? The, whatever, like seemed to coincide. The incidie, <laughs> one of those. I could see how you know it was just bad timing, and she may have thought, you know, that's why you did that. But I feel like Blair's always so quick to jump to conclusions, and I was kind of sad because I felt like at that time he really needed a friend, and it wasn't even until his investigator had suggested it. So the fact that Blair was the first person he thought. I don't know. I know. And I get that money ain't no thing in their world, but, like, it was millions of dollars, the yeah. dowry. I mean, that, that's got to be a big deal. That's not chump change to anybody. I mean, come on. 
No, and I think that Chuck does want her back, but not in the way, like, she confronted him in this way of, like, that she was he was buying her, and I don't get the sense that that was ever his intention. I kind of felt like he he just wanted the opportunity to be with her again, and... Um, and to be and to have that happy relationship to make her happy. But I also think when you're in love the way that they have been, regardless of you know what happens to the relationship, whether you break up or stay together, even like years down the road, you're always going to have that special place in your heart. So if you see that that person's so miserable, you're still going to want the best for them. And so if he could do it so easily, I don't find it hard to believe that he would just do it. Okay, Susie, thoughts. Yeah, um, I no, I think it was just a coincidence that um, that Diane uh, that uh, no that he was looking for his mom or whatever, and he, well, he found out it wasn't really his mom that um, you know. And it's just a coincidence. Sorry, it's just a coincidence that the whole mom situation came up yeah. when uh, she was sending the divorce papers or whatever. And because he I truly think he didn't want anyone truly to going know. there, like out of yeah, to be a friend or whatever. And I think he he wants her back, but only when she wants him back. Yeah, like they need they need you know they need to be ready like at the same time. The whole so. weird thing though was at the very end of the episode. We talk about how you have to okay. listen to what Gossip Girl says, and she said sometimes you get what you want, but not only to realize, only to realize it's not what you like, need. I think that was um, for Serena, I thought. So that was for Serena, but they had a picture of Dan and Blair walking out and that yeah, that was I just couldn't tell. I... It seemed like a foreshadowing moment, but I didn't really know foreshadowing what. Uh if that makes any sense. So just I think we pretty much covered the episode. I just wanted to say probably my favorite line of the episode, going back to Lily. We do not negotiate with terrorists, especially ones from Florida. Yeah. <laughs> well put, Lily. Thank you for that. Amazing. Always can count on these people Very for their close. one-liners. Uh, last week you were comparing Blair and Lily, and I think they're more alike than I ever gave them credit for. Their ridiculous one-liners are... Um, uncannily similar. Yeah. Is that a word? Uncannily? Uncanny. Uncanny. We're just making shit up here tonight, honestly. We're just making things up. I love our laugh track. It makes me feel awesome and warm and tingly inside. Okay, so, Susie, any other last points on the episode? Um, well, I just, well, I want to say, too, that I think if, if, slash, when Blair finds out that Serena was Gossip Girl, then I think she'll be, like, pissed because didn't Serena was the one that posted to Gossip Girl that about Blair's divorce papers tonight, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. It will just be another hurdle in their friendship and another backstabbing and then they'll pull the knife out and put it down for a little until they screw it into the other person. Same I mean story. same yeah. old I mean, yeah, hope, I, yeah, hopefully it won't end it. On so. that note I wonder how Serena's gonna pull off being Gossip Girl and you know, is she gonna write stories about herself? I mean is there ever going to be anything about her? Because even when you're not the it girl, there's still usually always something. Like, Dan isn't the it boy, you know? There's always something. Right. So, I, I don't know. I guess we'll see yeah. how it goes. Okay, well, thank you, Susie, for calling in. As always, you were awesome. Thank we'll talk you. to you next week. Can't wait for next week, guys. Yeah. Bye. Okay, so after this, let's cut to a commercial break. We'll come back. We got some news and gossip, although there isn't much, but short and sweet. And then we can get into predictions. Um, and 
and talk about overall. I didn't even ask you guys what you thought, how we would rate this episode. So we'll get to that after we hit a commercial. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives. And more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? AfterBuzz hey. TV. <laughs> what do you want to buzz Okay. About? What do you want to buzz about, Jessica? Let me tell you what we're going to buzz about. <laughs> wow, Blake Lively dates drug dealers and has a threesome. What? Ooh. At least in the new trailer for her upcoming movie Savages, Lively stars in the Oliver Stone film about a woman who lives with two best friends, played by Taylor Kitsch of T- Friday Night Lights and Aaron Johnson of Kick Ass, who grow marijuana for a living. Marijuana? No. Marijuana. <laughs> when the friends refuse to cooperate with the Mexican drug cartel, drug cartel Lively's character is kidnapped the trailer for the film begins with Lively walking on a beach and saying quote just because I'm telling you this story doesn't mean I'm alive at the end of it it's the kind of story where things just got so out of control so we're gonna go see this together after buzz field trip baby (laughs) show gotta support Serena so this is like I never saw the roommate I actually never saw it, but it's like a theme with them where they do kind of creepy, like thriller yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, they kind of like to go and do that, you know, get away from this world and do something 180 degrees from do it. Do the thing. I was surprised that the rest of the cast hasn't started doing more. Well, yeah. I guess uh, Ed Westwick was in um, J. Edgar. Yeah, and, and Blake Lively was... Well, Oh, go ahead. Well, you guys were talking about Ed Westwick. Is is that Chuck, right? That's Mr. Yeah. Red, yes. red, red onesie red guy? Red jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I may have British found a guy. photo. Hold on one second. Ooh, let's see of it. this jumpsuit? Wait, but while while he's pulling it up, up oh, there it is. Yeah. There's the golden <laughs> ticket. Yep. And complete with the hood on. Come oh, on. Amazing. Like, he looks good, though. I'd, I'd still do him. <laughs> you know what? So, that would be difficult to get that off. Going back. Going back to the movies, Blake Lively was originally cast in The Great Gatsby, and then I believe and was kicked off the project. Mm-hmm. So, I believe she started dating Leo, and right. then, and then I think kind of got kicked off that project, not necessarily related to Leo, but in that and yeah. You never know why. Yeah. I, I've, I've heard to stay away from dating people that you're working with because you're Drama. if you're the less famous one, your ass is about to get bounced. <laughs> um, but so maybe horror is all she could get or maybe it's really what she wanted who knows 
Well, she also did the town, right? And she's done Green Which Lantern was, as well. Yeah. She, her character was kind of horrifying in that too. Yeah, then. yeah. <laughs> and Green Lantern was like the good, you know, summer blockbustery movie, yeah. and. Which now she's dating Ryan Reynolds. I was just so about to say, she does not follow She has rule. a theme after dating Penn Badgley. She likes the co-stars. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Speaking of Penn Badgley, him, Zoe Kravitz, and Olivia Wilde are now starring in a PSA for 99% Spring. The video highlights a week-long campaign where more than 1,000 grassroots organizations will be coming together to train 100,000 people in non-violent direction action. Quote, peaceful resistance is one of the most powerful levers of democracy. We saw it last year in Wisconsin with Keystone Tar Sands protests, and we saw it in full bloom with the Occupy movement, the three actors say in the clip. Change won't come from a board from a boardroom or from Washington, D.C., they added. Change happens because people put their beliefs and bodies on the line. Are you ready? Yeah, it does. Are you in? Go yeah, to 99spring.com, <laughs> sign up, and learn how to do nonviolent direction action. And let's make this a spring to remember. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah, all I have to I'm say about that. Confused. There was, there was not these these actors were staying low this week, so you know, for news and gossiping about PSAs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting to see Ben Penn Badgley get more involved in the political stuff. He's been doing a little bit of that. We've seen it on um, right for Occupy Wall Street. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think that the actor is actually a writer also, and I don't know if acting was his primary goal yeah. um, for a career. So yeah, I think he's trying to. Push himself in other directions. We'll say yeah. that. Yeah. Art imitates life. Uh, True that, girl. <laughs> you, you speak the truth. Peace That's and love, truth. baby. And, of course, we want to wish a happy birthday to Blair Waldorf, a.k.a. Leighton Meester, who turned 26 yesterday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. No, we won't. We won't do that. Me, 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 me. Me singing twice this episode? Oh, my God. People tuned out years ago. <laughs> okay, so... That's that's all we have for today's news and gossip. Now, you're after Buzz TV. I'm getting worse and worse at predictions, guys. I mean, I don't know whether I'm just not as creative with it anymore, but I don't even know the questions to ask you. All I can do is, based on the characters, what's going to go on? We can keep talking about Blair and Chuck and Dan. I mean, then this love tea, what's, yeah. who's going to come out tea. on top? <laughs> I kind of feel like... I mean, I think we mentioned a lot of the stuff already throughout this past 40 minutes. But like I said, I feel like this whole Gossip Girl thing is going to come back to bite uh, Serena back in the ass. I think it's going to spiral out of control, um, especially with her like writing all this stuff about Blair while they're living in the same house. Kind of insane. I feel like I really think that Nate and Diana are going to get back together. Maybe the love triangle is going to be with Lola. But I really feel like Nate can't resist Diana. and I, I mean, who can resist Diana? I can. And <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but I think that's going to be a huge arc because, you know, like I said earlier, she has something up her sleeve. And I think that, you know, she's come to, dis- to destroy a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, I kind of think he's going to fall for her. And that's when she's going to come out and say she's Chuck's. Um, yeah. And Chuck's going to be like, Nate, you have to end things. And he's going to be like. Which is so stupid. I just want to slap Nate and be like, come on. Like, you fall for this stupid shit all the time. Oh, he is. A, he goes for the cougars. Yeah. He really does. I mean, and it's season after season yeah. of cougars. Um, At least he has but, a type. Yeah. And we talked, you know, before that he, he needs those storylines because he's kind of been 
fallen off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, true. So. Any predictions? You know, I'm excited to see what happens with the love triangle. I don't really know if I have a love specific... Tea. The love tea, as we, we so declared it. The love it. tea. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought one of the sweetest moments in the episode was definitely when... Uh, with Penn Badgley and, and Blair, or... Um, so, yeah. yeah. My okay. prediction is there's going to be more onesies worn before the season finale. And that is a prediction I <laughs> yes. hope comes true. And now that Blair's dating Dan, she's going to have to wear more cubic zirconias. That, that's true, unless she wants to go back to her one true love. So she's reached her all-time low, as she said today. She's reached her all-time <laughs> low. Here's my segue. Where can we reach you? Find me on Twitter at I am Jessica King. On Twitter at Stephanie Wenger. At Roxy Stryer. We will be here next week, same time, same place, talking about the same show that we love so much, Gossip Girl. Hope you guys come back. And if you just can't wait, tweet at us. You know where to find us. XOXO. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.